Hi, my name's Adam, and this is the Foster Adoption Podcast, a resource for people who are interested in growing their family by adopting children from foster care. Wow, it has been a really long time. I'm very sorry for the delay. To be honest, after the adoption was complete, psychologically, I spent lots of time wondering if continuing the podcast was even something that I wanted to do, especially since I've ran out of free space on my hosting account. So if I did another episode, it would mean that I would have to pay a monthly fee to keep the podcast up. But recently, I checked the Foster Adoption Podcast email address and the website contents and the iTunes reviews, and I was overwhelmed by your response. Thank you. Thank you for all of the amazingly kind and thoughtful reviews and the emails and the comments. They were just incredible fuel for continuing the podcast. Now, in last episode, we left off with the birth mom not showing up for her first visit. After she didn't show up for that visit, things went back to normal. Time passed by, things went great with the boys, and every Monday and Wednesday, we rushed home to... Have the boys there ready for a birth mom phone call that would never come. It was a strange feeling having three days of each week be off limits from social activities because we wanted to be home in case there was a call or a scheduled visit. They didn't happen though. One of the boys even had a birthday and I thought for sure there would be a call, but there wasn't. It is good that there wasn't a call because I would imagine these conversations where I would tell her how much it hurt the boys to have her not show up for the visit, and in my head it was really cathartic and and invigorating, but in reality, that's not my role, and that would have been a disaster for me to say anything to her. That's not my place. I honestly didn't understand it, though. When I was at work, I would sometimes count down the hours until I would get to see the boys again. So I would imagine if I only had one day a week where I was allowed to visit, that would be the only day of the week that mattered. The thing is, though, that I don't know her. I don't know what she was going through. I don't know her situation. I don't know what she was thinking, and it wasn't fair for me to have those thoughts. After a couple weeks of no contact, I I honestly wondered if she would ever call again. She did. It was a Wednesday afternoon. My phone rang. I looked at her name on the phone, and I looked up at the boys. This was it. She was calling during her assigned time, and the boys were at home. This was it. For the first time in 88 days, the boys were going to talk to their mom. In all of that time, you would have thought we would have been more prepared. (laughs) But no. We made every mistake in the book. If you are going to be monitoring phone calls with a birth parent... Do yourself a favor and find out from your agency what they are allowed to talk about and what they can't talk about. Go through role-playing of how you would respond to various items. Think long and hard about what is and what is not acceptable. Keep a list of rules from your agency right next to your phone. We sure didn't. We answered the phone and she asked to speak with the boys. I reminded myself that it was not my place to ask where she's been or tell her how destructive it was to not show up to visits. Instead, I asked for a moment, and we told the boys that she was on the phone, and we put her on speaker. We were supposed to monitor the phone calls, so I think uh, that's pretty standard. I think that you would always have to put them on speakerphone. The boys had this perplexed face on, and they said, hello? 
She started by only speaking in Spanish. We should have stopped it, but Matt speaks Spanish, so we still knew what she was saying and asking. And I think she was trying to sneak stuff in there, thinking that we didn't speak Spanish. Everything was fascinating, bizarre, and weird. We were watching these boys who we have built this amazing relationship with talk with their mom, someone we don't know. It was all so brand new. She started by asking how they're doing. Our, older boy, our oldest boy, who's the sweetest, gentlest, and calmest kid in the world, fired back with, It was my birthday. It was not a happy voice. It was a where have you been voice. She said, I miss you. He said, why do you miss me? When are you going to visit me? She said, well, when are my visit days? I had on my judgment face. My head said, what? You don't know when you are allowed to visit? My voice just reminded her that she needs to set it up with her social worker. She asked if she could set up the visit and then call right back, which she actually did. When she called back, all of our mistakes were made. She kept on saying things like, don't be sad. We wanted to yell, don't worry, they're not. She would say, don't be sad, you'll be home soon. Matt and I looked at each other. What do we do? She went on and on about how they have their room all set up and new toys all ready for them. Matt and I were silently going crazy. Is she just lying to them, or does she know something about the case that we don't know? She started to ask other questions, like if they like it here, if we are nice to them, and who they live with. On that last question, the older boy looked up to us. It was obvious he didn't want her to hurt our feelings, and he didn't want to hurt her by saying Papa and Daddy. So we answered for him and said our first names to bail him out. He seemed grateful. She followed up by asking if our wives lived here, too. We chuckled and said no. I think she understood what was going on. The boys told her about some of the cool stuff they had been doing, and she turned the conversation back to talking about them coming back to live with her and how they shouldn't be sad because they would be coming home very soon. We didn't intervene. We should have. The only time we intervened was one of the boys began to say what school he goes to, which is a big no-no. The boy's focus started to wane, and it was clear that they wanted to go back and play, so we ended the call, and she told them she would see them tomorrow. In my head, I thought, we'll see. So, did she show up? What happened at the first visit? Next, on the Foster Adoption Podcast. (laughs) 